Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. The play-by-play voice of your Chicago White Sox, Jason Benetti. Jason, good to talk to you this morning. How you doing? Morning. How are you? I'm uh, young and loose and full of juice. And uh, I was watching you, uh, I think it was the last game of the season, where you uh, talked about um, how on those Cubs and Sox telecasts, you guys were sharing the same video feed. That was interesting. I didn't realize that uh, you were doing that. That had to uh, create some problems for the director, didn't it? Yeah, you know, the road games uh, were really interesting because we had one specific camera that was ours alone in the visiting ballpark, wherever the Sox games were. So for home games, we were fine. It was like normal, but we were trying to help out the other team. For road games, if, say, Cleveland went to their sideline reporter, we had to use our camera to cover that up, or else Cleveland's sideline reporter was going to be on our telecast. (laughs) So honestly, the fact that we went 30 games without very many people realizing at all that that we were shorthanded and well shorthanded from a production standpoint, that's why I spent so much time on our TV crew in, in the 90s inning like they did a bang up job this year it was remarkable well i enjoy how you sort of get into the behind the scenes uh, aspect of things occasionally and you do a great job uh, with the play-by-play along with uh, steve stone analyzing what goes on there and uh, that business about uh, giving credit to the crew we've got a great tradition of that in chicago broadcasting going back to jack brickhouse don't we yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, they, they, these people, TV just doesn't show up, right? Like, it doesn't show up on your screen because somebody hit the magic button out in a TV truck. Like, our, our new producer, Chris Withers, uh, spends hours and hours and hours building the show. And Dave Turner, the director, uh, is a wonderful guy and knows the lay of the land in Chicago cameras as well as anybody out there. And he's, he's a very creative soul. So, like, we have wonderful people doing this and it wouldn't look nearly that that strong without them see it's not like radio bob where we just show up yeah exactly (laughs) hey hey jason uh as you look at this series uh you know the narrative of the white Sox from a distance has kind of been lack of playoff experience first time in the playoffs there's a bunch of guys on this team who have been in the postseason before but but those guys aside do you do you think the absence of fans for a team playing on the road in the postseason will help a team like the White Sox that does, frankly, have a lot of guys who are going through this for the first time? Yeah, it's it's such an interesting question, Dave, because I don't know how they would have reacted in the regular season to a crowd. True. Like, how would those Cleveland games have been different? Would you have won more games? Or would you have lost more games? Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's. It's a. I've been thinking about that all year long, and we had sort of had a side discussion about like just the wind in the ballpark and the way the ball carries without crowd and all of those things that go along with not having a crowd that we have no understanding of it, no data for. So my instinct would be, yes, it would help young people to not have a crowd in their first playoff opportunity. 
but maybe there's something to wanting to feed off that crowd as the road team as well. I mean, you've heard enough people over the course of time say they love going in, like like some Northwestern players I'm sure have told you over the course of time, uh, we love going on the road because we love hearing it from the crowd and it fires us up. Mm-hmm. Like There are enough people who told me that, too, that I think it might just be a wash. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I think that's a very valid point. What, what gives you the most confidence about the White Sox going into the postseason? The most confidence, I actually think right now, it's the matchup. I think Oakland, uh, because they're playing without Matt Chapman, their all-star third baseman, that's that's a major blow to them. They won a lot of games this year with him. Uh, Oakland, two of their top three starting pitchers are left-handers, and the Sox haven't lost to a left-handed starting pitcher all year. So I, I think the matchup is a strong one for the Sox. And the fact that this lineup can pour on – seven runs in the last two innings of a game that was a boat race the last day of the season. I mean, I, I didn't, I, I was hoping that they might have one more run left in them, but they almost won that game. And so I, I think there's a lot of um, powder keg in this offense. And so that's a little bit concerning if you're the Sox opponent, I think. Sure. And, and getting back to broadcasting the games, uh, Jason, of course, uh, you had to call road games from the booth at Guaranteed Rate Field. But uh, you think that and uh, the whole pandemic uh, format brought you and Steve Stone a little bit closer. I, I, I read where you said that you guys bonded even more this year, didn't you? Yeah, Bob, I, I kind of... We, when there's nobody in the ballpark and it's literally us and screens, it's got to be us. And we, we, we've been tight since we met, uh, since I was, uh, I mean, that was part of the interview process was to have dinner with Steve at Don and Charlie's at Arizona. And it was like 10 minutes in, we were best buddies. So I, I think uh, we've always been close, but the lack of travel and it's just like a singular focus on the person next to you. It was almost like I imagine it's like doing a duet on stage. You just have to be so locked in on the person next to you because there's nothing else to focus on. I read where you said uh, how strange it was to call games without fans in the ballpark and that you felt uh, like a psycho at points. Uh, well, what did you mean by that? <laughs> well, I, what, I, what I mean is uh, there were times, like in the no-hitter, when Giolito was throwing that no-hitter, I was convincing myself just to lock in on the players and Lucas's body language and what McCann was talking to him about. And I said I feel like a psycho because I forgot there were no fans in the stand. <laughs> like, people ask me after the game, like, how weird was it to do a no-hitter with no fans in the stands? I was like, I don't know. I just did a no-hitter. <laughs> like that that's that's what hit me and it's not like i forgot about the fans like we have twitter open we're seeing uh, every day we got a note from somebody saying like wish we could be there and i feel for the people who really wanted to be there and it's a lot of chicagoans to see this team this year but i i was charged with making sure that the game was the thing because if i start conveying how strange it is 
no, I mean, that that hurts the experience of watching a baseball game, I think. Sure. Uh, Jason Benetti will be announcing the StatCast edition of the uh, Indians-Yankees game tonight on ESPN+. And it must be strange to not do a White Sox game uh, today, uh, Jason. Uh, Dave and I were talking about how we miss the uh, the old days where the uh, the local announcers, or at least one, got to do some postseason on, on television. Yeah, I'm jealous of Pat and Eddie and the Hawks because the, the Hawks guys get to do the first round. I would love to do it. Uh, obviously, I have other responsibilities today, but I'm going to be. Uh, the good news is I don't have to go to Yankees Indians, so I'm literally <laughs> going to be in my living room watching the Sox game, and then I'm going to move from my couch to my studio chair, and then I'm going to be on television. So, like, I don't know. It's, it's a bizarre deal right now, like Rod Serling, line one. But it's um, it's going to be fun today. I'm, I'm really excited for, for Sox fans and, frankly, for baseball because I do think – I know the expanded playoffs, 16, some people don't like it. I like the days that we're going to have of a lot of baseball on TV in the playoffs. Yep, well, it's not all bad. And uh, I've done some research on this, uh, come up with some numbers, Jason. Feel free to use this. But I believe uh, I've known Stone for a long time. I know you were uh, an adjunct professor for a while at Syracuse University. I think you and Stone, uh, if you add up the IQ level of both of you guys, you have the highest Major League Baseball broadcast team IQ in history. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you, Bob. I will take the under and cash my check uh, very soon. <laughs> but it's not Steve's fault. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, 